Saturday afternoon, and it's the Pac-Man and the Rev show. Is it coming to your mic good, Dave? Yeah, I can okay. hear you. Okay, all right. It's, uh, <laughs> all right, so, <laughs> so, you well, know. First, let's start off by saying happy birthday to America. Uh, yeah, it's a day early, but we're not going to be on the radio tomorrow. We're going to be out celebrating the holiday. Uh, but 245 years uh, since the birth of what is now, in my opinion, despite uh, half of the leftist nation in this country, the greatest place to live on the planet. Uh, I mean... Well, we certainly know it's greater place to live than... Uh, half the countries in Central and South America, or they wouldn't all be trying to come here. Well, I mean, we've been, what, the most heavily immigrated to country for almost 200 years now. So, I mean, that's a, a pretty long-standing record there. Uh, and voluntary immigration. We're not talking about people fleeing China into India. We're talking about people who want to come to America. You know, despite, uh, despite everybody's attempts to... Uh, paint us as a villainous country despite uh, critical race theories attempt to teach the world that we were that we're built and operate on the fundamentalism of slavery and oppression and all of these things which uh, you know the numbers just simply say that isn't true people want to come here you know I uh, one of my social media groups there was posted a uh, a story about uh, Canada being rated as the best country in the world to live for the first time according to this uh, according to this report's parameters of what makes a great country they were rated number one they had moved up one spot from number two and America was rated number six moving up one spot from seven and the uh, the for some reason in this uh, American politics group, it is it is absolutely filled with Canadian citizens and that have, have a pretty vocalized opinion about what they think uh, about America. And it is, it is a, a leftist group, by the way, so that tells you what side of the fence they're coming from. But uh, I found it interesting because I had said to them, the only number that I think really matters is they tried to they tried to equate this as Canada is the most desirable place to live, and which I read the article over and over and over, and the word desirable isn't even in this article for one. Uh, but it, I, I simply shut the argument down by saying there are more Canadian-born American citizens than American-born Canadian citizens. So that tells me that throughout the history of Canada, more people born in the best place in the world to live, and I did air quote that for our radio audience, uh, 
feels that America is an even better place to live. So, you know, you got to take it for what it is. Uh, but it's a great country. I mean, we have we have set we have set and defined what all the great nations in this world have achieved and tried to be over the last 200 years. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, here's something to ponder when you are saying, you know, it's very populist. Populist meaning uh, people who don't have a, a, a solid grounding in, in any kind of understanding of history or patriotism or anything like that. The populist movement in Canada is one that is openly hostile and by design uh, anti-Christian, which I find really interesting because uh, the people who started Canada, uh, while they were diverse groups, there was French and there was Canadian, not Canadian, French and British and, and uh, strong influences from both of those, they basically came from the same place we did. They were European immigrants. And so how does it, how is it that a nation and uh, from a square mile standpoint, Canada's immense. Um, it would take you almost three days to drive from one, from the East Coast to the West Coast of Canada, but how they became so anti-Christian. And it's because you can't do everything you want when you're a Christian. Yeah, well, and and I just, I guess the, the takeaway I get from these people that I communicate with is that how does, how do citizens from a country who didn't even achieve 100% sovereignty under their own constitution until 1982 sit back and question the history and and what it takes to to run a free and powerful and massively by the way the US is the third most populated country in the world in only 245 short years but how 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 that's like a child advising you on the best way to manage your career you know these these are people who had who didn't even have a constitution until the 80s i was born before canada was a 100% sovereign nation i mean think about that and and yet they're standing on the other side of this border telling america that that we need to get our head on straight and and i've done as much history in canada's birth and, and progression throughout their their settling as america and believe me all the things all the violent things in american history that all of these woke nations nationalists are 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 out there trying to trying to correct and criticize canada has an exceptionally brutal history throughout its uh you know they they've been finding you know they instituted uh Native American schools that turned out to be that they've been they found over 2700 bodies in mass graves buried under these schools in Canada where they were re-educating the indigenous people I mean don't 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 uh, you know don't call the don't call the kettle black because you you really you really don't have 
you don't have a history that's any different than ours or any different than anybody else's. Uh, we'll be right back, folks, and continue this when we come back. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hi, I'm Samson with High and Mighty Construction, a local business here in northern Colorado. Been doing this for about four or five years. Do anything from remodels, renovations, drywall paint, interior, exterior, and the phone number is 970-584-9033. We do do great quality work, have plenty of references upon request. And once again, the phone number is 970-584-9033. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, heroes, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Hi, I'm Brad Kislowski, driver number two, discount tire Ford Mustang. If there's one thing I've learned after years on the track, it's that having the right amount of pressure in your tires can make or break performance. Properly inflated tires are essential to the health of your car and to keep you driving safely. Check your tire pressure once a month, especially before road trips, or stop by your neighborhood tire retailer for help. A message from the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. Pac-Man and the Rev, and we are coming to you from the studio live in Johnstown, Colorado. Yeah, we did not pre-record this. We're here right now. So anyway, I uh, wanted to talk about uh, what we, both what we've got planned for the weekend and what we've done so far in the last few days. And and uh, I'll go ahead and kick that off. The uh, As many of you know, um, I have a survival training and wisdom uh, company where I teach people how to uh, not go out in the woods and survive, although everything I teach is applicable to any kind of survival scenario. I teach people that live in the urban environment how to survive if the worst happens. We have social breakdown, anarchy, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, wood... Woodland survival is nothing new. We've been we've been surviving in the woods our, our, throughout all of humanity. I mean, pioneers, mountain men, you know that stuff. That's that's age old wisdom that's out there. But what people are, what people don't understand is urban survival, and and how critically dangerous urban situations will become very rapidly in 
those type of breakdowns that you're speaking of from societal collapse, economic collapse, natural disasters, you name it. I mean, huge civilizations, huge cities are new, relatively new things in the existence of men. So uh, the idea of how to survive successfully within, you know, any anybody has, believe it or not, thinking that you don't have that you that it's going to be hard to find food or water or or those type or shelter being lost in the woods those things are exponentially more in your favor than trying to survive in a city of five million people you know i mean because your your biggest danger becomes your next door neighbor the guy who isn't as prepared as you becomes your number one enemy uh, in in your chances and your odds of making it through a situation. Yeah. So think about this. Um, the you know uh, being a being a world class prepper is kind of a state of mind, guys. It's not about um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put away more stuff than you put away. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna become a world class hoarder. It actually has nothing to do with that. It's a state of mind in that how can I take something so simple and that I that I have out in my garage and repurpose it or reuse it to do something that it wasn't originally intended for, but it'll work just fine to do it. Yeah. And I, I almost don't actually like the term prepper. Uh, we use it in, in some of the stuff we do a lot because it's a familiarized term. Everybody knows it. It's like calling all facial tissue Kleenex because Kleenex is a known name versus uh, versus trying to individually categorize different I- ideologies and ideas about stuff. But I really more look at what you're talking about is that frame of mind is the difference between being a prepper and being a survivalist. And a it's it's not about how much food and water you can put away because no matter how much food and water you can put away, those supplies will always run out and those supplies will always need to be replenished. It's the survivalist frame of mind is how do you do that? How do you how do you continue that process when there are no grocery stores, when there is no no batteries on the shelf, when there is no bottled water at the shelter? You know, how do you how do you how do you gather what you need to survive in situations when those things are not readily available? So that's kind of you know prepping is people preparing for a situation, but you can't really do that. I mean other than the knowledge you have. Right. And, you know, uh, over the years of teaching this, you get told some pretty phenomenal stories, like uh, after uh, Hurricane Katrina, uh, one of the government trucks pulled up, and it was filled with blocks of ice. And the reason for that was because people's refrigerators didn't work, and and so they were had makeshift coolers that were nothing more than cardboard boxes, which worked just fine put a block of ice in it, put some food in there, and it kept it cool. But people were so so disoriented by what was going on around them, they would get in line for hours to get a block of ice, and they had nothing to even put it in. They had no way to carry it home. They were trying to carry this block of ice with their hands, if you can imagine how far you would get. And then when they got home, they had no idea what to actually do with it. So what 
one of the things I did this week was I decided I'm going to start taking uh, and honing my skills to where I could actually do everything I've taught people to do. And I know that sounds like, uh, <clears throat> gee, I, an assumption that you would do that, but I'll guarantee you that, that very few people that are in the survival world have actually done everything they teach or everything they... So, okay, I went to my pantry uh, pack and this was... I threw the pantry door open and I said, what's in my pantry that isn't going to be there after about two weeks of not having a grocery store? Or push that to the limit, two months with no grocery store. And it was a bag of flour, a thing of salt, and a couple of large containers of cooking oil, uh, which are things I always try to keep in, especially the cooking oil. Uh, so I said, you know what? I'm going to take something really simple, and I'm going to make a handmade four-ingredient tortilla. And uh, so the ingredients in that, ha that handmade, homemade tortilla were flour, water, salt, and oil vegetable oil, if you will, and you could have used any oil. You could have used um, lard shortening, um, and you would have changed the texture of it, but not the end product. It would have been virtually the same. And so I started cooking tortillas, and it was pretty amazing. It was fun. Um, the next step will be to cook my tortillas on an outdoor plate that I have sitting over a charcoal fire. And then the next step beyond that will be to cook my tortillas on a metal plate that's sitting over a wood chip fire. And that's just because I'm going to keep advancing the skill set to the next level. And that's the thing, too, is it's it's like education in everything that there is no there is no end to the book. There is no like, oh, I got to the I, I finished the last word in the last chapter. The story's over. It, this is something that that there is more education to it than people have time in their life to 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 gather. So uh, and the the point of knowing how to do some of these things as a survivalist versus a prepper is if word ever gets out that in a in a in a disastrous scenario that you have spent the last two years and you have 5,000 cans of food down in your basement. You are a target, yeah. plain and simple, and you cannot defeat the world. That, that it's just not going to happen. You are a target, but if you are capable of presenting yourself as a minimalist survivor, somebody who doesn't have to have an entire warehouse full of supplies to make it through, then you have nothing for the bad guys to come after. But you can keep yourself alive and healthy through being able to know how to gather and utilize the resources that are around you. Um, like I said, the food runs out, the food gets stolen, you get shot for the food. That's how that works in those type of situations. But if you have nothing to take, then nothing, nobody comes to take it from you. So you learn how to survive off of what's around, what's abundantly available to everybody else that they don't even realize is something that they can prosper off of. Yeah, and, and what might be abundant 
and clear in the neighborhood is not usable in its existing state. For example, the water that collects at the bottom of my friend's fish pond that he keeps fish in all summer, but now it's winter time, is down to about 15 gallons of water in there, and it's absolutely green and brown colored, and it's covered with scum. And uh, see, to anyone who casually looks at that, that's non-usable. That's been polluted. It's it's uh, in fact potentially even toxic. Yeah, and 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 why not think that way? I mean, as long as you can go inside and turn the knob on your sink Correct. on and water comes out, then that's how you look at those things, and that's fine. But what do you do when you lift that knob and that sink doesn't turn on? Right. Or or what when we had the flooding in twenty? Remember uh, back in what was twenty twelve when we had the massive the massive four weeks of solid rain and everything from reservoirs were overflowing. City of Lyons was almost wiped out from flooding. Uh, Longmont was flooded out. They were telling people in in places like Brighton and Thornton, boil your water. Boil the water coming out of your sink. Imagine that. And most people, and and that's not even a practice that that is new to people who have, who have that skill set because they they understand the concept of boiling any water you find out in nature. But now all of a sudden, people who have never dealt with that and never thought it would be something they would ever have to deal with are now now have polluted water coming through the pipes in their home, yeah. undrinkable water. They didn't even want people showering in water unless it had been boiled first, like because of everything from pathogens to contaminants. So. You know, those those situations happen. They happen. They're very real. And they happen in modern times. They're not they're not you know, they're not something that we're a stranger to just because we live in a technologically advanced modern world where everything is convenient. Yeah, mental think of the mental gymnastics that that some people were going through trying to figure out how okay, after I boil this water, how do I get it into my shower head? How do I get this water <laughs> into my shower so I can shower with it. And when I'm talking mental gymnastics, I don't mean to mock on people, but you realize that how many people never give anything a second thought. What ha- you know, and it's not about doom and gloom. It has nothing to do with that. What do I do when the tire blows up on my car? Do I know how to change my own tire? Well, I'm gonna call AAA. AAA isn't gonna be there. Triple A isn't there. Yeah, when, you need when, to do it. Yeah, nobody nobody's coming to your rescue when there's four feet of snow outside your door. Like it's just not going to happen. And you know the situation with the with the Arctic cone dip that happened in February in Texas just really showed that because these these people were faced with a situation that they typically don't face. I mean, we're talking happens once every couple thousand years and because of it it was so far out of sight out of mind that people inside their homes with coats and blankets and everything else that you could possibly need were freezing to death right and and that's just not necessary with just just re, basically we call it re-engineering um when it comes to repurposing 
everyday items, but just re-engineering survival in general because that's what you have to do. You can go and see all the survival videos you want, like like the Rev said about how to rub sticks together in the woods to create a fire or how to put leaves over your head for a shelter. But when you're not in that situation, nobody's teaching people how do you survive in your own house when your house becomes dangerous. Right. How do you live in your condo? Hey, you know what? When... When the electricity was off for nearly two weeks, it, the, the mental anguish people went through because they couldn't turn a light switch on is probably brought death upon as many of them as those that were just too stupid to realize, hey, I can't run my car in the garage with the garage door closed. Well, everybody knew that. The young girl who, uh, her and her son, uh, asphyxiated in their car because they were trying to keep warm. Well, she said, I, she didn't say it. They assumed or they surmised she couldn't open the garage door because uh, there was no electricity. And in her mind, the only way to open that garage door was with that button on the wall. Yeah. And so, folks, this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying... Are you survival ready? Are you situationally aware enough how to open your own garage door? We'll be right back, folks. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. P.E. Gun Show, your local hometown gun and knife show, July 17th and 18th, has the largest selection of items you want to see at a gun show. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlet malls at Loveland. Buy, sell, or trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See P.E.Shows.com for more details. See you at the show. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit peshows.com. That is peshows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD. 
a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Hi, folks. This is Terry V. Tune in every Saturday at 2 p.m. to my new show, Terry's Views of the News. The show is about current politics. It's a hard-hitting, truth-seeking, conservative view show. So tune in on Saturday at 2 p.m. You'll be glad you did. And I'm not missing a thing Watching the full moon cross in the range Riding the storm all right, everyone, welcome back, man. We're halfway through the show today. It's going quick. Uh, you know, I, I know a lot of the a lot of the listeners out there right now are going, hey, you know, hey, Pat, hey, Rev, this, this is a little bit different than the shows you normally do. Normally you're talking about, uh, you know, the, the hypocrisies of the world of politics and finance and, and social structure and stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. Normally that is what we talk about. But the point is, is that all those things that we've talked about for the year that we've been here uh, leads up to situations where what we're talking about today might be uh, a little bit more of a reality than people realize, uh, where where things like particularly the social structure breakdown. I mean, the, the, the whole pandemic and I you know, pandemic, schmandemic, whatever, the whole scamdemic is the way I look at it. It's it's sometimes not even about the situation. It's about what you're put into because of the perception of the situation. You know, there really was no reason. Uh, there really was no reason to have toilet paper shortages and meat shortages and, and food shortages and all of those type of things. But, uh, but you know, it, it's... But it's so, you know, they're, uh, those perceptions, they happen, they're real, they're, they, they, sometimes they're created for you, sometimes they're natural, sometimes, but the reality is, is, is people were losing their minds about things that they couldn't do and, and couldn't get access to. And some of it, and this is what I'm talking about. Here's an example. People were going down the aisles and buying people who don't have kids don't have anything like any babies or anything like that we're going down the aisle and sweeping clean the child formula aisle uh taking all the formula off the shelves because it was a storable source of milk and protein and stuff like that well that left hundreds and thousands of m- newborn you know parent parents with newborns no ability to find food to feed their children and things like so you know sometimes the situations are created for you they didn't need to exist but they do and the and it doesn't really matter why what do you do to get through those type of situations when you know there was no there you know i went to go buy children's tylenol because my son had a fever and there was no children's tylenol and it wasn't because there was a bunch of sick children out there. It was because all the adults panic bought up all the aspirin and ibuprofen on the shelf. So there was no one left. So they turned around and started buying all the children's ibuprofen and all that type of stuff. So, you know, you're likely not going to be the fastest one to the store when a crisis hits. You are likely not going to be the first one to the gas station when the crisis hits. So when you – and that's that 
becomes exponentially more real when you live in a city of millions of people. And not only are you not going to be the fastest one, but the simple act of trying to do it can be dangerous and life-threatening. Yeah, I, uh, my neighbor was pointing out to me, I stopped by his house the other night, and he says, did you look over at Costco today? And I said, no. And he said, uh, you know, they got 12 gas pumps, and they're lined up a half a mile deep in each line. To get fuel, that's not even a shortage. That's not unavailable. It's just when you take people that go into panic mode, then everything disappears. Everything. Do you? The, I know people that will not need toilet paper again for still two more years. Raise your hand. Okay, I'm raising my hand. All right. Well, and, and what's funny about that is, is that whole entire situation started because – a news reporter said, you should grab a couple extra supplies like toilet paper. That's what started it. And all of a sudden, paper towels and, and paper products were unavailable for months at a time off of a simple comment like that. And and that is what happens when you're dealing with panic on a mass level, you know, there's there's kind of a there in the in in the world of intelligence, there's kind of a running joke that the more people you put in a room, the lower the average IQ becomes, and that's because you either function in mob mentality or total chaos, and and both of them can lead to situations that are incredibly destructive, chaotic, and undesirable. Yeah, I uh, and and so. I'm kind of in this mindset right now where I thought, you know, I'm going to go back and I'm not going to pretend I'm living in the 1800s. I'm going to pretend I'm living in Texas in week two with no electricity. And what am I going to do? Um, you know, that situation was frightening and a lot of people died. So I went to the Internet this morning and uh, downloaded a, a piece of paper and it was fascinating. Um, and I had a copy of this. I noticed my wife was reading it. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Cheryl, by the way. You're my, you're my strength and inspiration, and I love you dearly. Uh, this is entitled, 100 Items to Disappear First in a Disaster. And I don't care what you're, you name the disaster anything you want. Uh, relocation due to flash floods, uh, forest fires, um, a massive earthquake, the condo next door to you uh, breaks in half and falls to the ground. But 100 items, and I'm going to read you just a couple of these, just to give you an idea how comprehensive this list is. I'll just read the top 10, and you can rate yourself. Rate yourself as to how prepped you are based on these. Um, item number one was generators. This list was compiled almost 20 years ago. But item number one was generators. Good ones cost dearly. Gas shortages, they're risky, they're noisy, and they're a target. And they require maintenance. Huh. Okay, they're a target for who? The guys who don't have one. All right. Item number two, water filters and purifiers. You know, the concept of being able to boil your water is wonderful. What if it's so filthy you can't even stand to look at it? Think about that. Do you have coffee filters? Can you pre-filter it? Can you start the process? Okay, portable toilets. How many people think of this? It's a, uh, 
in the event that the water supplies are shut down in your community, a portable toilet, well, what is that? Well, that can be as simple as a bucket. Well, how many times can you use it before you can't stand the stench of it anymore? You know, that kind of concept. Okay, that was number three. Uh, number four was seasoned firewood. Would take six to 12 months to actually become seasoned to where it's useful in your fireplace. Maybe you don't have a fireplace. So what do you use? Well, you got a little hibachi grill. You know, there's a hundred things. But if your mind's not there, you're not thinking of them. How about this? Lamp oil, wicks, and lamps, oil lamps. I have three of them in my house. They're adorning my walls. They're just decoration. They're old, old oil lamps. But I happen to know they actually all work. Do I have something to put in them? You bet I do. Okay. Uh, next item number six is Coleman fuel. You can't, uh, in the words of one prepper, you can't own too much Coleman fuel because fuel is something that when it's gone, it's constantly being consumed, whether it's creating heat or it's cooking or whatever. Uh, this particular prepper who wrote this list says, you'll never own too much, and you can always use it when you own it. Okay, and item number seven, guns, ammunition, pepper spray, knives, clubs, bats, and slingshots. It sounds medieval, doesn't it, Dave? <laughs> yeah. uh, so there's the first five. We're going to go on break real quick. We'll bring you the rest when we get back. This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church at 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, so we've, we've been going through this list that was compiled by a, by a prepper, and 
you know, this... I, I have my things to kind of say about this because this guy, you know, we, we were already discussing at the beginning of the show the difference between prepping and survival. And, uh, uh, hey, Rick, we're still, uh, we still got the music going through the, there we, there go. we go. Thank you. Um, so, uh, the, uh, but generators and Coleman fuel, it sounds like this guy is, is operating on the principle of go out and gather everything he thinks you might need to survive. And, but the, the premise of what we, what we try to teach people is, what is beyond the items right because and, and your generators are going to break at some point and not be repairable your fuel does run out your uh you know how many buckets can you crap in i mean you got to be able to handle these situations beyond uh the expectations of the items that are sitting in front of you and uh and so what what can you do with the it's it's more about recognizing the resources that are around you and how to utilize them. And, right. and, you know, you were saying, you know, you were talking about, you know, boiling your water. Well, what if the water is just so nasty you can't stand to look at it? Well, you know, how do, how do you get clean water out of everything? You know, and, and, and where this all was leading to when we were talking, when he brought this up, when the Rev brought this up, he said, this is what I've been doing this week. You know, I, I am about to launch a YouTube channel. Um, and now a lot of the stuff that we, we kind of do, it's a channel for doing just about everything. Some of the stuff makes no sense and has no point and we just do it to be funny and entertaining. Uh, we, we did a video just the other day cracking a safe uh, and, you know, that type of stuff. And But there's also going to be a line of stuff in this video that's going to be the application of practical skills and and how to and how to's in situations um, from distilling water, drinkable water out of uh, out of a pile out of a bucket of soggy mud. You know, I mean, things things like that, that people that. Most people, if they didn't already have water stored away in a jug somewhere, don't even have an idea of what they would do if if the water at the tap wasn't available. You know, so uh, we live in a world of conveniences, and thankfully so. I, I love the fact that uh, that I can go down the soup aisle at King Supers, and and there are ten thousand ready to eat meals in one aisle for a dollar or less and that's just one of what 10 15 20,000 grocery stores across the country you know that's 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 the the perks of living in a as wonderful a first nation world as the US but some of the stuff that we that we talk about and that we teach people to some people in the world this is reality it's not right. just a possibility. Right. It is a reality. That's how they live. They live with no power. They live with no running water. They live with having to grow their food in their backyard. They live with having to hunt and kill their next meal. You know, those are, that's how they live. We we have that push so far out of sight, out of mind that, that that's why we 
we die in our homes and our beds under blankets when the weather gets cold outside because we pushed the basic the basic concepts of survival just so far out of our mind because we're so used to our modern world being able to yeah. solve everything for us well we're so far away from those concepts from those basics um, you know I, three of those people who died in their beds under blankets had a full box of aluminum foil in their kitchen they could have easily made their bed into a solar, into a thermal oven, just with that box of aluminum foil. But they didn't know how. They didn't, and they didn't care. And and right and, up until the temperature got to zero. Yeah, and and we're not we're not really saying this to be disrespectful for the people who don't know these things. Sometimes it's not even. Sometimes you don't even know what you don't know. You right. know, it, it's just it's just the fact that that we've gotten to a point where we don't know these things. And and the and I get it. I get people saying, well, why would I need to know these things? Like, because 99 out of 100 times when you put the key in the ignition on your car and you turn it, your car starts and it takes you where you want to go and you get the things you want to get and you open up your phone and it works and it, and you can find the information you want to find or go to the app you want to go or play the game you want to play you turn the light switch on in the bathroom and it works you turn the knob on your shower and it works and and 99.99% of the time it will but that 0 .001 time that it doesn't can kill you if you aren't aware of how to make it through those situations aware and that's it that's all it's about is aware uh, this this list of a hundred items is super neat and I've gone down the list a couple of times just today and you know I've got most of this stuff in one form or another and the stuff I don't have that's on the list is can be done with something else I do have and that's that's where it comes into play is that awareness of how do I how do I make a silk purse out of a sow's ear, you know? So here's the thing. All all I'm saying is stuff happens and it happens really quick and it happens to you and me and other good people. So, you know, I have this spiritual belief that God ultimately is my um my safety net for everything but if I depend on him when he provides something for me he says hey I gave you the bacon and eggs what do you want me to cook it too I showed you how to get your food I showed you how to get your water what now you want me to come down there and show you how to cook it you know that's the concept is yes I depend on God for everything the creator is all-powerful the creator wants me as a person in his creation to have to be cognizant of what it takes to survive in this environment and not when everything works fine that's the key and you know when when you depend on things when you depend on things like your phones and your computers and your electricity your lights your car those are unnatural things those are unnatural man-made things and which means they I don't even really know how I want to say this, but... Well, but, when your phone breaks, you can't go out into the woods and pick a new phone. Yeah, so, you you know, you got to... you. It's 
and you got to separate what is what is wants and desires from necessity. We're going to be right back, folks. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Could your child use an extra boost in school? Are they in elementary school and looking to improve self-confidence? Or in high school hoping to raise their grades to get into the college of their dreams? Then Grade Potential Tutoring has the right tutor for you and your family. Grade Potential Tutoring has provided award-winning in-home and online tutoring services for almost 20 years. With COVID-19, this school year has been like no other, and many parents are reaching out for extra support. Let our friendly staff at Grade Potential Tutoring answer all your questions and explain how we can help your child. Call now and we will match you with the perfect tutor to help your child succeed. We also tutor all college classes. We can help with all your tutoring needs. So call right now for your free, no-obligation tutoring consultation. 800-695-0376. That's 800-695-0376. Hi there. Are you looking for a way to provide your family with the best locally sourced dry-aged beef available? Well, I've got a solution for you. I would like to introduce you to Meat America. Meat America is a Colorado company that buys Colorado beef and provides it to Colorado families. We deliver to Wyoming, too. We can be reached at 970-759-9217. Or if you'd like to email, you can reach us at meetamericainc at gmail.com. Ask us any questions. Thanks. Alright guys, we've only got a couple minutes left and uh, and then Terry B and uh, Terry's views of the news will be uh, up and coming, uh, but you know, so we're just going to kind of close this out, I'm, you know, I, I mentioned that we're doing this YouTube channel and, and other things that we're going to incorporate into this and I'm not, I'm not going to do a whole lot of promotion for that at the moment because it's still, videos are still being made, getting ready to upload, so there's, there's nothing to send you to yet, but it is on its way, um, but yeah, this is, this is about, about resetting, uh, the frame of mind. You know, we don't tell people things like, oh, well, you need to you need to take that modern technology of a phone you have and throw it in the trash. That's not that's not the point of all of this. It's not to give up conveniences. It's to uh, or to voluntarily give up your conveniences. It's to make it through when they are involuntarily taken from you. Uh, Now, whether that be be from a social chaotic, uh, you know, a social breakdown type of thing, a natural disaster, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter because it's it's about getting through it. And we talk about so much political and social upheaval in the world that, you know, with this growing number of population, uh, not only here in the U.S., but just, just across the world, it's foolish to think that at some point in time these things aren't going to happen. I mean, it's, you know, we have 
3,000 megatons of nuclear weapons in the world. And now with when there's five people on the planet, it's pretty good. It's pretty safe assumption that they that they somebody's not going to use them. But as you increase in population to 7.5 billion, it becomes only a matter of time before somebody does. And those odds increasingly go up the more people, the more chances, the more the more of those situations. But also, so does your threat level of being able to make it through these situations. Because 7 billion mouths to feed is a whole lot more than 100. And, uh, and resources are going to disappear really, really fast. Yeah. And uh, so the spiritual component of this, and it, this verse is repeated many places in the Bible, says, my people are killed all day long for lack of knowledge. And, and that was just simply the understanding that, that uh, you know, whether it's spiritual knowledge or basic common sense knowledge, uh, people die because they're not informed. And you don't have to be uninformed. You don't have to be one of those people. So you can Google that yourself. You know what? Go to your computer, Google 100 items that disappear first in a disaster. The list is comprehensive. It's fascinating. And uh, um, think about where am I the next time we have a 2020, the next time we have a COVID-19 disaster, the next time we have an Arctic tunnel, we have an Arctic uh, blast, and then followed what? Just a few days later, we have this Arctic blast followed by a a peak heat wave. Yeah, we have a heat plume over the northwest uh, part, portion of the United States, seeing temperatures in places like Seattle break a hundred degrees. And yeah. uh, you know, and they they, they happen. Folks. They happen, and That's it doesn't. Right. And it doesn't matter why they happen. They happen, and you have to deal with them. Uh, you know, so. It, it's that's that's where that's the premise of all of this, you know, from simple things to entertaining things to really educational need to know things. That's the goal that me and the Rev are going to be taking this channel and and uh, and other outlets with this type of stuff. But, Plus, have some fun. Yeah, and have some uh, fun. Speaking of fun, funny anyway. So my girlfriend sends me a uh, a video this morning, and there's her next next door neighbor is outside of this chicken coop swinging at it with a flyswatter going bad kitty bad kitty bad kitty and she thought that a cat was attacking his chickens no it was his chicken was attacking his rooster apparently his chicken's name was kitty <laughs> so anyway we love you guys we're gonna take off terry's coming in next god bless paradise has been waiting to burn for a hundred years this fall you should call affordable tree service north at five six eight six eight nine eight I have three houses fire went around, and Rob's handiwork saved four miles Boulder Mountain Lodge. We can get raging fire to drop out of the trees long before it gets too close to home. If the fire marshal flagged a drive or you're worried about the power lines, call 568-6898. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. I went to 
You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, 